Some guys are Sam and Colby. Today we are acting. We are on the Scare Topless Podcast. Get ready for the spooky stories and tall tales. Welcome back to season four of Scare Topless, your favorite haunted podcast. Uh, my name is Tyler. I am the producer. I'm here with Jess, your co-host. And the other co-host, Danny. The other. <laughs> and we also have a very special guest today in the name of... I'm back. It's Gabby. Yay! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Welcome back. Um, and today we are going to be talking about the YouTube Paranormal Investigators, Sam and Colby. Woohoo! I'm so excited. Yes. Also, so, I saw like um, a person yeah. on Reddit call them the Ghost Adventures of YouTube. Is oh. that what you said or no? I, that... I didn't say that. Oh, okay. But I thought that was pretty cool. That sounds really good, yeah. Um, yeah, so in order to help introduce Sam and Colby, we've decided to bring Gabby back on to help tell their story because mm-hmm. she's our resident expert. She's, she I wouldn't call me. myself an expert. Well, you introduced <laughs> an me. Avid watcher. An I am an avid, avid watcher. watcher. You know, a viewer. Um, a fangirl. A fangirl. Ooh. You might recognize. Let's not go that not, far. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you might recognize the voice from last time with uh, our conversation with Witch. And just to get started with you as our guest, we just want to ask, how are you feel today? How's your experience with Sam and Colby? Mm-hmm. How are you I'm doing? Good. Yeah, you're, I'm good. I'm tired. I had school. Um, how long have you been watching? Also. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I used to watch them way back before they started like the paranormal stuff. Oh, the abandoned. Yeah. Breaking shit that he used but to do. But even before that. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa you've been watching. I've been watching them. I used to be a big, avid, like, YouTube watcher. Oh. Um, so before that, I've, yeah, I love them. What so you know it? a lot about their content and how they developed, I guess. Eh. Oh, okay. Well, you, you <laughs> she's kind of being, followed it. She's being modest. She's no, being my modest. memory is honestly just not that great. <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTubers. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, so, but been watching for a minute. Yeah. More than most people... We'll say that. And so, talking about their contemporary stuff, the most recent stuff with their paranormal, mm-hmm. I, I we had a conversation a while ago, but how would you describe their investigation style? Oh my god, what was the word I used? I It's authentic. Yeah? I feel mm. like a lot of YouTubers that do these type of things are very overreactive, or it's like a lot of like cut clips to make it seem like spooky or whatever, but they like... They show the failures, they show everything, and that makes it feel more, like, mm-hmm. just, like, it's better to watch, because you're actually, when something does happen, it's just, like, ten times scarier. <laughs> I did um. notice that about them, because I, because we were doing this episode, I binged, like, <laughs> more of their recent content, but I binge like, a lot of their videos, and they're, like, um, some of them are, like, more than an hour, and I watched a lot, and one thing I did notice was that they do show you everything, like, mm-hmm. even if nothing happens, like, the, fuck, like, what is it called, the EMF? Yeah. So, yeah. Even if, like, they're like, oh, that's a question and it doesn't do anything, they'll show that. They'll show, like, okay, nothing happened, no reaction to that. I like But then that. it does make sense, like, okay, when they are doing something and it does go off, it, like, makes that even more, like you said, authentic. Yeah. Yeah, I like, they have definitely even spoken, because they do, like, the vlog documentary style mm-hmm. where they show everything. There's certain parts where they'll even like fast forward through like ten minutes where they're REM pods. Yeah, in, instead of like cutting it out, they fast forward just to yeah. show like you know this is this is real. This is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, True. The way I would describe them is they're shit disturbers. Oh yeah. They, oh yeah. No. They poke <laughs> and they prod and they they bring things to 
um, agitate, to mm-hmm. aggravate, to, to like create like a response almost. <laughs> and then they get pissed when they get attachments. <laughs> yes, which we'll talk about. We'll talk about later. I actually want to know about that because I was seeing something about Sam getting mm-hmm. an attachment, mm-hmm. but I didn't actually see that video where he got the attachment from. I don't think it's it's so. Was it the Sally House? That's what they're saying, but like some of the viewers are pointing it all the way back to the Conjuring House. No, pointing it even further back because they. We'll talk about it a little bit more in depth later, but they, uh, they they poke at some stuff and they say some stuff that probably shouldn't have been said during a seance. Interesting. Right? Okay. A certain word or a certain name that gets said three times. My oh. brain just oh. goes to that audio on TikTok. Small obvious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yeah, no, I love that. that audio. I love that audio. <laughs> um, so it, since we've all done a little bit of research, um, does anyone want to share what their favorite investigation or episode is that might yes. stick out yeah for me so far the one that really creeped me out was the lizzie borden episode that's the one that was hands down my favorite episode um and then obviously followed by like the conjuring and then the other like really scoop spooky ones but the lizzie borden one i took a big break of watching them so when i did start watching them again it was like I had more fear or more like whatever. And so I w- it was The Conjuring for me because I that agree. was like the first one that I watched after all that time. And then I was binging everything after that. And it like, I was shitting my pants like in bed. So, so they, did, the they did The Conjuring House twice, which was scary. The first time or the second time? The first time because it was the seance. They did the that the first time, right? Yeah, it was the first yeah. time, yeah. Mm. They did it the second time alone because um, their buddies, I think it was... No, because they said that they'd go alone if they got a certain yes, amount of right. likes. Oh, like, like, yeah. Okay, I saw that because I watched the first one, not mm-hmm. the second one. With the girls, right? With the girls. Yeah. And that one spooked me the fuck out. <laughs> and I was watching this stuff late at night, and I was literally in bed, and that also might be why I couldn't sleep. But I was just, like, terrified of, mm-hmm. like, for no reason. I, okay, actually, I have something else to say, but I'm not going to say it yet because it's a different episode. This is actually, Tyler, your favorite your favorite episode. That freaked me out. I think yours was the Haunted Mansion or the, um, the, one the museum. Where... Oh, the Zach. Uh, the Zach oh, yeah. oh, that one. The that Zach was a cool episode. That, that was fucked me up. Because so much was happening in a short period of time. And then the... The Estes method that was that doing. the one with the doll that you weren't supposed to like look yeah. at. I looked Did at you look at it? I looked at it. I looked at you... the doll. You told me not to. I was like, I'm gonna look. Okay, at it. no. Okay, so this is what happened. I feel like we should actually give. You're a not supposed to wait. The episode You're not supposed first. to look at that doll. No. They 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 mention it in the episode. Oh, I can't. We're jumping it. ahead. We're jumping ahead. Oh, okay. But in, in in the episode, they say they the doll can affect you through the screen. Is what they're suggesting. Yes. So they they're like, pause. you will pause. They'll pause. Say so you can skip ahead to this time cut and you're not going to see it or you can just cover your eyes oh i just kept watching i didn't know (laughs) but for like people if you haven't seen the episode basically it was zach bagan's haunted museum Uh and they go to like the most haunted or like interesting there's a lot of interesting stuff in there but like they go to i think it was like the five most haunted artifacts and one of them was peggy the doll and she's in this like case Obviously, we've all seen it now, mm-hmm. but, like, for people who don't know, she was in a case, and when they walk up, you're supposed to say, like, hi, Peggy, and bye to Peggy, because apparently people have, like, had heart attacks, whatever, so yeah. when they show that screen, they're, like, they cover her eyes with, like, a black, yeah, like, box, grass box. <laughs> and then um, they take it off, and literally, I was, like, covering my eyes, and I was like this, and no. <laughs> no. like, I was, I was covering my eyes, but I would, like, have a little slit, and I looked... Her in the, and 
She seemed like kind of cute. I was like, what's so cute? But I didn't look for that long, mm-hmm. but I did look for a second because genuinely I was like, I don't want to fuck with it if yeah. it doesn't give me like a heart <laughs> problem. Bro. I don't want to know. Okay, okay. so let, before we get too ahead, uh, let me just do a brief intros for those uninitiated. Sam Colby are YouTube paranormal investigators who started their career on social media such as Vine, right? Yeah, they were they were in the Vine life. Mm. In the, so, so that's how far they go back and if you're too young for Vine, too young to be listening to this. And They started their channel in 2014, I think it was. Something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. And then uh, Snapchat picked them up um, in 2019 to do a documentary series about their adventures um, through abandoned and haunted areas. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so their, cool. their story as friends started back in high school, and mm-hmm. a lot of their adult lives have been posted on YouTube and other social media for the world to see. And their whole MO, uh, based off of an interview that they did in 2019, is that they wish to help teach other people the same life lessons they learned through their friendship by creating content based around humor, authenticity, exploration, and particularly around spooky and sometimes paranormal places. Um, they've taken their fans along journeys into the lesser known, the see- unseen, and less understood spaces of our planet, of our civilizations, and their videos cover a broad range of their experiences where there are plenty of untold stories that are sometimes scary, sometimes funny, mm-hmm. and and sometimes they get arrested. <laughs> the one time. They oh, got, yeah, there's so mugshots. <laughs> so they have mugshots. From... I thought that was a joke. No, no, I listened to their story time about it. They're, they're idiots. <laughs> so, okay, okay, do you remember, how much of this story time do you remember? Like, not a lot. I know that they were investigating someplace, and it was next to, like, a high school. Yeah. And they had like backpacks on and stuff so they were running out of the place that they were like in and they ended up in like this gated high school area right yeah i think so and they got caught by it was security at security. first and i guess they thought that they had something in their bag or something but they were trespassing onto the school so the cops were called and they were getting like screamed at it was like a whole thing wow. hilarious yeah so this was earlier on or just 20, a couple 20, years 2018, ago. 2018, okay. 2019, something like that. I, I, I don't remember. It's not my notes. But <laughs> all I do know is that they garnered a lot of publicity from that. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, the, the whole headline of, oh, YouTubers mm-hmm. arrested, blah, 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 mugshots come up. So it was very clickbaity, but yeah. it was also very interesting. Well, I remember them from the prank that they did with Sam Pepper years ago. Oh, my God. They did a prank <laughs> with Sam Pepper? Why do I, like... It was, like, um, where they kidnapped Sam, and then they were pretending that they, like... Oh, like they were gonna die and they were gonna be held hostage, and then eventually at the I end, know, I watched that. Yeah, that's them. I forgot that was. I didn't even know that, that was them. That's them. I forgot it was them too until I rewatched it. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then because I remember being like, that's so traumatic. And then I realized it was them, like up until now. So that's where I've first heard of um, Sam and Colby. Yeah. So um, they've got their main long form video vlog documentary series channel, um, which is. Uh, Sammy Colby. They have a secondary channel called um, their Sammy Colby Reacts. Which mm-hmm. you always watch without me. I absolutely adore it. You're not the biggest fan of it, though. I guess maybe just because the content's different. Yeah, I just like to be scared shitless. Yeah, it's more me. it's more like just reaction <laughs> channel, fine bros, just like shit. Fine bros. Yeah, that type of thing. Um, and then they also have their user, uh, they also have a Patreon-styled exclusive paid-for membership called Explore Club. So there's even more content that they're mm-hmm. constantly pushing they're out. They're just shitting out content. They've got 7.8 million not, subscribers. Aren't out. I can tell you. It's not sponsored by Sam. Yeah, 1.9 mil TikTok subs, hundreds of hours of content. And it's safe to say that these guys have made it as their careers 
as uh, for investigating the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so some of the notable places that they have gone to include the Stanley Hotel mm. from The Shining. They've so gone good. to Sally House as per our season four opener. They have done The Conjuring House, probably one of the most famous ones, as well as Dracula's Castle and Toronto's very own Castleoma. Oh, I loved yes. the Dracula's Castle. It made me want to go. That one, that one did uh, kind of really? spook me. I don't me. think so, no. Dracula's Castle or Castleoma? Um, Dracula's... Or the one they went in Ireland, I think. Is that the same one? No, no. it's different. I saw that one. Oh. That was spooky. There's a, yeah, there was one recently that I think they did in Ireland. Oh, I think it was that one. They brought one. the girls and there's like a executioner's area that they did uh, some investigating in. And they got attacked with by bats at the top. Oh, yes. That's that the, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. That's that the one was fucked up. The bats came out and I thought that was scary. Um, so I do have a couple of topics that we can get into. Um, for example, their methods of exploration and investigation are a little bit different than um, some other ones. They use the music box. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. so if you're unfamiliar with the music box, it's a box that reacts to touch and movement. movement. It's movement, yeah. Yeah, and then it'll create this uh, sonic little mm-hmm. sound. So it's very, very creepy. So when something like walks past it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, flashlights. My favorite. That's a very, very traditional one. They've done the flashlights. The, you guys did the flashlights before this actually yes. existed. So yeah, <laughs> um, REM pods, mm-hmm. and then our favorite one, which is the Estes method. So. They also, I saw them mention, like, an ovulus. Ovulus? Oh, yeah, yes. that one's yeah. new. That, that one is was, irrelevant. I thought yeah. that one was really cool. Like, it um, scans for frequencies, and then it has a dictionary inside of it mm-hmm. that would generate the, like, phrases or, or words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ovulus, like, ovulus is cool, because there's a couple of times where they're exploring the, I think it was one episode with Seth, Seth Borden. Um, Our king and savior. Mm-hmm. Who, where they're, they're, I think it's the Bel Air house, maybe? Uh, the one that I sent you guys recently. And Sam is in one area, Colby's in another, and then Seth is walking with the ovulus. And the ovulus is referring to Sam and Colby inside of the house oh, yeah. while he's on the other side of the, uh, the property. Oh my God. Well, even and, the one with the conjuring, the where they're talking about like the bodies and the walls and stuff like that. That was with the ovulus as well. You're right. That was You're really right. cool. I, I think the ovulus is really cool, and I think my favorite method is definitely the Estes, though. Mm. That one, I, you can never put me in that. <laughs> no. You can never put me in that. You don't think you would never go under? No. That is way... I'm already, like, sensitive to a lot of spir- spiritual shit. Putting myself in the Estes method will actually, I feel like, that will for sure give me an attachment. A thousand percent. Because it, 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 the whole point of it is it, it opens you up. Exactly. Right? And you're the communicator. No, that's that's too fucked up for me. Even for them, like, they they can't go uh, above, like, what's it, five minutes? Or, like, they say, like, oh, it's not good to do it from, five minutes, for, think. like, longer than mm-hmm. this time. And I swear they push it. I'm posting my B-reel. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, I love that. So, yeah, so one, thing, one thing for the Estes method... Um, for those uninitiated or unaware, um, what they are doing is they are doing sensory deprivation, so covering your eyes, noise-canceling headphones, and letting them um, enter a trance-like state, mm-hmm. right? And then from there, because you can't hear anybody, you're allowing some of the spirits to use you as a conduit for communication with the outside world. Yeah. Right? A nail on the head with that one, yeah? 
Yeah. So I saw people asking like, how can how can you trust that method? Of like, oh, how do you know that they're not like that they're actually sensory deprived and you know what that they can't actually hear, but mm-hmm. they do. And then I did notice they show like yeah. they'll take off the headphones and they'll show the camera how loud it is. Yeah, the spirit box um, that they're connected to it gets so loud. But how can you also trust like what even is like the tech behind like a spirit box like? It what, flips what even through radio stations and then the ghost can control like which words they want to like. Push through. Push through, yeah. That's what it is. Because it's a spirit box, but you're just putting in the headphone. So if you don't believe in spirit boxes as being an like an actual communicator for the other world, then... The SS method would be something that you'd be like, okay, that's the S- Yeah, you, you, you wouldn't believe it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because right? then you'd just be like, related. okay, well, random words maybe are just sticking out from like the stations and... Yeah. But it is kind of weird, though, the words that do come Because sometimes it's box. full sentences. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it makes sense sometimes. Mm-hmm. But also, I did notice, and this is, like, one thing that they they will show you everything, but I feel like sometimes they'll make a big deal of, like, a crack or a noise. <laughs> and, like, you can't even hear it in the camera. And I'm like... Yeah, that's I'm fair. like, okay, like, they do it's that. Fair. They do do that a lot. But at the same time, I do feel like they are trying to be, like, they're, they're actually trying to find evidence. Like, they mm-hmm. want to give their viewers evidence. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like the the spirits want to give them the evidence, but we'll talk Only about sometimes. that later. Like, sometimes it's weird. So and, like, to talk about my favorite Estes method, the Zach Bagans one, which we alluded to earlier, was my favorite. That was good. So that was f- do you guys re- do you remember what the the chair was? The it rocking. Was, chair. It was a rocking chair. Yeah, the devil's rocking chair. I think. I or think something. so. Yeah, from they the said Conjuring was, House, right? And it, I don't know if it's no, from it's not. It's not. Do you want me to look it up right now? If you can, yeah. I thought it was from. So no. The to to preface it. What they did sure. is they create, there's a boxed off area where you aren't allowed to actually touch the chair. You can only see it through a window. And they were given the opportunity to be the only people to actually touch it and investigate it. Because they've had, you know, Zach has had like bad instances of like heart attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. So Sam takes a seat on it. He does an Estes method. And it feels like he whatever he's talking about or whatever's talking through him was definitely demonic. Bro. Yeah. It was it was scary. Like when you I watch him that. doing the SS method in the chair, like I feel like he seems like very off even afterwards, after he got out of it. Mm-hmm. He didn't look he all seemed, there. Yeah, he didn't. He, look I think up. he said he it took him a moment for him to get, get back on his feet. I think he said he was feeling a little nauseous afterwards as well. But then it at one point they say something that's really creepy to me. Um he repeats back, We're losing him. Oh, while he was under, yeah. Yeah, 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 while he was in the trance, so he's in the rocking chair, and they've always said, like, they spoke to the person who initially created the Estes method, they said one of the best ways to be in it is to be in a rocking chair, because you can really get your body involved with the method. Yeah. So, and, and to try to dissect what it means by we're losing him, is maybe he's... there. It was coming up near the end of their five minutes of being in the chair and being under the Estes method. And then he was, one, about to leave. And then secondly, I think he was, like, probably fighting back from whatever was going on underneath them because they probably knew that um, the girls and Colby were about to pull him out. So we're losing him. So if this was his opportunity... So if there was that, if, if if the demons or whatever was trying to possess or attach or become a part of him... 
um, they at that moment they knew that they were going to lose that opportunity. So I think it is from The Conjuring because it's saying. It is. Um, I thought it wasn't. Says, I watched this episode last night. Like, bro, I'm <laughs> telling says, you. Zach drops 67K for the chair. It's it's the focal point to the horror book believed to be the plot of The Conjuring 3 with Farrah Farmiga returning as Lorraine Warren. Mm. Yeah. Because that was the chair that when they were doing like the um, exorcism or whatever it was to the to the boy the de- the like demon or whatever demonic per- thing was like in that chair see i watched conjuring 3 but you i literally don't even remember i like, don't remember conjuring i remember 3. the guy and i remember him being hot and that's all i remember i don't, patrick. I don't even think i watched that <laughs> so patrick no the, oh. the one that was possessed oh the devil made me do it yeah Contra- oh yeah 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 no he is hot yeah <laughs> I don't think I, I want to watch that now. I don't think I watched the third Conjuring. It's, like, forgettable. It's not that good. Yeah, none of them really compete to the first one. But, you know. The first one was really good. <laughs> um, can, we, can we talk about some of their friends, then? Some of the people they, they bring on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Specifically, I want to talk about Amanda. Oh, my oh gosh, my Amanda. God. I have stalked her TikTok to figure out more about her, because that's how invested I was in her as a person. And, um, no, I think, I really do think, honestly, she is an actual medium. Mm -hmm. She freaks me out in the sense of, like, the fact that she can see people anytime that they're out doing their investigation. She'd be like, oh, there's a woman staring at us, or, like, she's Mm -hmm. with us right now, and she's just looking at us as a group. Bro, I'll shit myself. She's so casual about it. She's so casual about it. So the first time we met Amanda was the Lizzie Borden house, right? Um, she came on as a special guest, as a medium, as a first interaction with her. And what we discovered through that episode is that she said, I want to know nothing about this episode. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me about any of the history mm-hmm. of Lizzie Borden. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me anything about what we're doing tonight, who we're speaking to, whatever. And she had a notebook and she wrote down a bunch of stuff that uh, ended up getting connected to the episode later, which was very, very, very interesting. Um, and... There's one specific part because I was watching the Lizzie Borden one before we started, Ugh, where she she stops a seance and says something. He's here Ugh. and it's very dark. <laughs> yes, and it's one of those things you don't want to be touching or talking to or giving sort of any energy. And then they try to continue the seance or whatever. She turns the EMF reader off and says, "We need to leave." She, I think it's so funny when she does that. She'll literally be like, "All of a sudden, no." She'll be like, "Stop." <laughs> And then she'll literally be like, stop. She goes to the image. She's like, kind of like, this is over. We're done. Yeah. We're getting. And Sam and Chloe are like, because obviously they want to keep investigating, right? So they're like. And she's not saying anything. Yeah, so they're like, what? Why? Why? And I love when they like cut to clips of themselves like whispering to each other. Like, should we continue? Yeah, they're like, they're like, this is what we're here for. Like, this is, this is what we want. Like, we have yeah, to go like, back. You guys can go outside. Like, we're going to be here. So there's a part where she. She gets up and chases something out of the fucking room they're doing the seance. Yes. In, chases it upstairs, upstairs and says, "Out." That's she what I wanted kills. to talk about. This girl, kills. <laughs> this girl literally kills me. Like, Abby, I was watching that episode too just before today. Like, um, and she actually makes me laugh. Like the way that she, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny because she just like. She'll, that's just the way she does it. Oh my god. Like, but if you like, don't believe in this stuff, it's like a meme. <laughs> it is, it is, it is, honestly. But it creeped me out because I remember watching it and at first she notices that someone's in the house and she's like, oh, that's a woman walking past and they're like, oh my god, already, we're not even inside. And then 
the first thing that creeped me out was when they were talking to the uncle of Lizzie Borden, and then she says, oh, he's in the corner, and he's, like, crawling up because he doesn't want to be talked to, and she keeps putting the EMF close to him. I was, like, crawling in the corner. <laughs> oh, he's running away from me. He doesn't like me. And she yeah. That's like... exactly what she says. And, All so creepy. And then that, I was already creeped out, but then she also mentions that, so they're in that living room, and then the light turns on into, like, the dining room, and then she thinks it's Lizzie, Lizzie Borden. And they walk in, and they're starting to do the seance, and that's when, like, she's like, we need to stop. We need to stop. And it's not until, what, they fucking get McDonald's and eat, and then they come back, and she's like, okay, I'll tell you guys now. And, because they're probing, right? Mm -hmm. And um, she says how it's a demon watching them in the corner of their seance. And I remember being like, what? Like, in the corner, crawling. Like it's the way I, she described she's like, it was like... Un, um, unnaturally, like, skinny with, like, really long fingers and, and like, it was just creepy the way it she described it. reminded me of, like, Insidious. Yeah. The first movie. Did you guys watch <laughs> oh that? Oh, my God, it yeah. did. It is that, like Insidious. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. That's what I thought of. Like, she's literally, like, the Elisa Lam of, like, um, <laughs> Sam and Colby, like, universe. Yeah. She's literally, like, someone needs to go in there that knows how to draw, that needs to draw out what she sees. If they put someone on there, bro, like, I swear it will get higher, like, their views, because that's insane. Because I'm such a visual person, so I was, like, imagining it in my head. And the fact that she was chasing that out, bro, I I was passing out when I was watching that that thing. Because, like, that, I didn't expect that episode to have all of that. Mm -hmm. To, you know, all of a sudden be a demon. I just thought we were going to Lizzie Borden's house. I thought it was going to be just a meh investigation. No, that was a crazy fucking episode. And and so the only tool they used was the EMF reader the whole time. It was just her. It was just Amanda and the EMF reader. That's that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Do they have an episode of Amanda and uh, Selena Spooky Boo? Is that her name? Yeah. Selena Spooky. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there ever an episode of them two together with them? Or no, I don't think so. I, not yet. I don't not think yet, so. Not yet. No. I think they, they need to bring to. both. I feel like of them. they should so, for their Halloween episodes coming. So up. yeah, let's talk about Selena Spooky Boo next. Because oh yeah, okay yeah. I, I don't love her. I don't think I met her yet. I only met. Oh. Um, She's in a few episodes. Stas and Cat. Sam's girlfriend yeah. yeah yeah and then amanda so i haven't met spooky but i've seen her like in the title like spooky yeah. Boo, like whatever <laughs> mm -hmm. she's so funny i i found her through her tiktoks she posts tiktoks of her like sleepwalking oh, and like yes. sleep talking and shit and it's so funny like her her husband just lays on the couch and on the main floor and just like he's like what the hell man like go to bed like she'll pick things up and she'll be like what what like literally <laughs> fighting things and like oh i will God. be in bed like peeing my pants laughing because it's just so like i can't believe someone actually i've never seen someone sleepwalk like that it's so funny to me no she's she's not a medium but she can um tap into it yeah it seems like because no the one that was creepy of the, the episode that like i said she was supposed to be in they went to the goat man's uh bridge mm -hmm. and um she gets sick from the episode before that because they went on a boat and she literally could not continue on or whatever. And then, or it was a hotel, one of those two. And she tells him, be careful, I had a dream. And she was on a plane screaming that the the flight waitress, I forgot what they're called, um, wakes the her up. The flight attendant? The flight attendant. <laughs> flight waitress. <laughs> <laughs> the flight attendant wakes her up because she's screaming in her sleep. And she literally, the minute that she lands, she tells them, like, about her dream. You were running away. She's like, there's a tree, and it's, like, um, a tree, and it's, she's describing, don't go near that tree. Don't go near that tree. And then they realize, oh, she's talking about the tree that's the portal to hell that 
they had been told not to go near. And she kept telling them, don't go near it. And that someone was bleeding. And, like, the way that her dream correlated to the episode, that was a lot of weird things, too. Um, yeah. That one freaked me out, too. I was like, oh. You got Mansbridge, yeah. That one, that one was a lot. Um, do you want to see one of uh, her sleepwalking videos? <laughs> yeah, I kind of do, actually. <laughs> okay. This... I was hoping you were pulling it up. Yeah. <laughs> I would be so scared of that. <laughs> the boob crap. <laughs> oh, she's like, wait a minute. I can't believe she's doing that all sleepwalking. Yeah. That's so crazy. I was having a bad dream. <laughs> My favorite is when she runs. She has like holds her boobs and she's like she like, waddles like a penguin. It's so oh cute. yeah, I seen that. I seen that. <laughs> So she's been in a couple up there. Mm-hmm. She has tapped in. She was in the Casaloma one, and she sat in the ranch or whatever, the barn, and she, like, tapped in until, like, what she could see, like, a man uh, dragging another mm-hmm. man, I think, and all these things. Like, she was, like... Because the way that she describes it, she gets into a meditative state, and she could almost see, like, a whole scenery play out um, of the location that she's in. And... It's like a play-by-play that she sees. That's how she kind of, I guess, like, her spiritual gift. And I remember in episodes that she didn't do it for a while, but she's able to tap into it. Yeah, I think think she she described it like she's defocusing her eyes and her brain and kind of, like, falling into a trance-like state. Mm. And then the way she describes that scene is she's in, I think, yeah, like you said, the barn with a bunch of horses, and she describes a scene where... A horse kicks a man, kills him, and they dragged his body out of the uh, out of the barn. And it was probably one of the workers at Casaloma. And then suddenly it starts replaying in her head over and over and over again. And she had to, like, pull herself out of it. And it was a very, very, like, surreal experience to watch. Oh my God. I think... And then... And then... Okay. I don't mean to... I don't mean to... <laughs> He's hyped. Hyped. And, then, okay. and then one of the fucking filmers, or the, the brother of Selena... His fucking oh, cross yes. breaks. No, wasn't that Colby? Was no, that... it was the no, brother. No, no. It, was it was the brother. The brother. Oh. Wait, at Casaloma? At his fucking, like, cross necklace. Yeah, it, it was like a metal, metal like, cross iron. Broke during that, uh, ex- that during her trance. It's <laughs> so fucked. Okay, and okay, quickly, it's kind of like based off what you're saying, but like, I feel like a lot of the evidence they get, it's things where people can easily, like, debunk it like oh maybe it was an old necklace and it just snapped like that happens mm-hmm. sometimes a lot of stuff like that happens in their videos where it's not like it's it's weird that it happened because of what they're doing and but i feel like that's why a lot of people are skeptics because they'll they'll just rationalize a lot of those things and, and that's why i feel like when they're filming like the ghosts or the spirits entities whatever demons like they do like small shit like that on purpose where like it's not a hundred percent like like this is hard like evidence mm-hmm. because they don't want people to know that they're there but they want them in that moment to know like if you're there you know 
But if you're not there, you can rationalize, like, okay, that was just, like, the house might have just creaked. Like, houses make noises. You know what I mean? Like, it could have just, something could have made a sound. Like, it doesn't mean it was a ghost, you know? That's fair. I think some of the, the better evidence that comes is when, and this is something we've experienced here recording, is when audio equipment or their filming equipment or lighting equipment just starts to die off of full charges. Oh, yeah. yeah. And those ones, those ones are hard to explain because, like, in the case of my, my camera, I've recorded stuff hundreds and hundreds of times off a of video of that. I've never had recording issues to that extent before. And then suddenly, oh, during our seance here, now it decides to stop recording. Now I'm having trouble. But everything up to a certain point in our conversation is still saved. It's just things like that because they'll they'll mention it, and I'm not sure which episode it was, but they it, they mentioned that they lost an entire section of footage um, because Colby was underground and he was touching a haunted doll that he wasn't supposed to touch. Do you recall this? I don't remember. But so it he has like a GoPro and he's like, "Oh, there's a there's a haunted doll that I'm not supposed to oh, touch up here." Oh yes, yes, yes. He I goes ahead this. and touches it, and then he has no recording of anything that happened after he touches it. Oh, oh was that God. in the catacombs? No, that was in the house of um, where Kobe was freaking out because a door slammed on him. Oh, that one. Yeah, I forget. Wait, what, what episode that was is that? It's kind I of a recent episode. It, yeah. I, the title is called "The Scariest Night of My Life." I forget. What oh, it's yeah. oh, I didn't watch that one. I know the guy, yeah. one of the spirits was named David. I remember that. I feel like one of the, like, craziest pieces of evidence they got was actually at, um, was it, was it? No, it wasn't Conjuring. It was at, um, Lizzie, was it Lizzie Borden? Where they got that image on, like, this thing that basically, it's like an infrared, it gets images. That's Conjuring. And it was yeah. Conjuring. Yeah. And they get the picture of, like, the, kind of the boy that looks like mm-hmm. Colby. That was oh. that was actually like it's kind of scary because I was like, wait a minute, that's fucked up. Like that's actually showing up and no one is there. Like I feel like that was one of the mm-hmm. more like okay, how are you gonna like mm-hmm. say that's fake? Like that, like try I mean? to debunk it. Yeah, like actively try to debunk it. Because uh, and the thing and this is why I also hate investigate and like when they use all of the equipment because people always find a way to be like oh like you don't even emf readers are fake like you don't even know what what that is like if you touch it it'll move if you bring it here it might spike if you put it here it might spike Mm -hmm. like you can't trust it so i feel like that's why it's so easy for people to debunk what they're doing Mm -hmm. so um so to answer the question earlier the one where he touched the uh, the doll it's uh, the haunted bowers mansion um it was one of the ones that i sent us in the group chat before um we wanted to talk or before this and it had a um timestamp on it is it cool if i play it yes, yeah play it. yeah i actually cool didn't it? get to watch that one i don't know how to do this but let me uh but asking questions that's when it really started to make me feel a little bit sick is somebody here with me bernard if you're in this room, why don't you come talk to me? Could you come light up my device I'm holding? Can you slam this door in front of me again? It's just me. If you want me to leave your room, just please shut this door and I'll get out of here. Huh. Bernard, I just want to... Bernard, I just want to say that I'm sorry about the life that you lived. Holy fuck! Oh my god! Holy shit! Oh my god, I'm fucking... Holy shit! 
I'm getting out of here. Oh my god! I have never been that jump scared in my fucking life. Oh my god. That's one of my favorite episodes, too. Okay. That is a good episode. That's actually fucked. I didn't see that. So, they later do a reacts video where they try to, they actively try to debunk it. They're like, well, people are saying that you, you slammed it with your other hand. Well, one hand is holding the camera, and the other hand is holding the EMF reader, and you can see that. That's the only thing. So, he's also standing, as he said, a couple of feet, like, definitely, like, three to four feet away from it. So, he's not fucking leaning over and then using his leg or something because you would see that in the footage so that night they also had a ton of technical difficulties with their cameras with their equipment with their lighting and stuff like that so this is one of those instances where it's like i would love for someone to debunk everything that happens here because that one is fucking creepy because they also that night too they had a lot of flashlight conversations as well and it was like giving them a good conversation of yes and no's as well that one was like actively talking to them as well so creepy the, the reason why i think i i trust some of what they do is because they even though they do all the conversation they get good like conversations they actually want to get like visual evidence of something happening because like that's all that people will believe and like yes we'll get these conversations which are it's like still good content but like i said some people will be like oh how do you know that's like don't believe in a spirit box example like you said or don't believe in like whatever equipment they're using so i feel like they know the only way mm-hmm. to prove what like what what's happening is to get it on camera and so i feel like and you can i feel like i could tell that they were really trying to get that for you mm-hmm. in like their videos like they go and they're like they'll put themselves in like quote unquote like dangerous situations and they'll try and like get something I think the they viewers. do put themselves in dangerous situations all the time. No, I say I say quote unquote because like some people are like it's fake. Oh, some yeah, people, yeah, some sure, people sure. are like okay that is actually dangerous. Like Amanda would be like, you know, I'm, if you guys want to do it for that, it kills me. Oh when she's my like, god, that's when she plays a card. When she's literally like, if you want to do it for the views, I feel like she repeats <laughs> I totally herself. Get I don't it. know if I like Amanda. Like I like her, but at the same time, like I feel like. I don't know, there's something she's like, again, if you want to do it for the views, but this is getting very dangerous to the point of, like... So funny. Like, you literally... She, ha- she has her own paranormal investigation uh, channel now, too. Does she actually? Yeah. Have- she does it with her friend Amanda, right? Uh, Mac- Amanda and Mackie, I think is Amanda her name. Yeah. I watched some of their videos, but it just... I've it's not the same. Up. It's not, not the same. Because they're too careful, and I'm like, no, I like the Sam and Kobe were like, let's just go back and let's just do it without the girls. Like, I'm and like, the Conjuring yes. House especially, like, that first video... I really like like that. We need to go back. Like, this is when I say, like, I love watching YouTubers that can do ghost hunting videos, and then the minute something happens, they're like, oh, no, we need to leave, and stuff like that. And then, you know, everyone gets kind of pissed, because they're like, oh, what the fuck? But Sam and Kobe, like, nah, like, this is what the viewers want. Like, we always run away when something gets crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're like, this is why we do YouTube. And I was like, yes, like, finally, like, yes, go back. Like, give us the content that we need at expense of your of your, your life of your life <laughs> expense of your fear yes so i can watch it peacefully for free at home <laughs> like that's literally what it is sometimes it's not even peaceful though like I, when i finish their videos i'm like i do not clean this energy I even <laughs> really? in the comments in the comments i'll see people like great video i don't clean this energy i respect you peggy like you're the best you're so beautiful i do not claim this because <laughs> oh they're just God. like they don't want to get fucking like the bad energy through like watching that stuff which i actually believe is a thing like i think if you you invest so much of like 
space in your mind into that kind of stuff, I feel like you can actually attract that to you. And so I feel like that's why people do it. Like, do not attract. That is so funny. Do not come from me, miss. I've said that while watching, like, one of their videos. I think the Zach one, I remember I was, like, falling in and out of sleep and doing my makeup. So I don't really remember the Peggy one. So either I was sleeping and watching and the... It was faced against me, or I was, like, watching while I was doing my makeup, because I, w- I usually listen to them if it's too long. Because I remember their other um, artifact where they went into the bed, and that's where, um, what was it, Khloe Kardashian's ex? Lamar. Yeah. Lamar, where he passed out, and stuff like that. Yeah, he was, that. like, all fucked up, like, blood was, like, coming out of his mouth, and, like, it was bad. I never he knew that died. side, that side of the story where it, people were like, no, it's a spiritual. I never, ever heard of that. Yeah. Because everyone said it was a drug mm-hmm. overdose, right? But I never heard of this. Well, yeah, not in headlines. Imagine, like, demon fucks with Lamar. <laughs> oh, my God. Demon puts Lamar in hospital. Like, I've never seen that in Keeping with the Kardashians. i click that link. I'll click, yeah, I'm clicking that link. They need to know their fucking niche, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> they do, they do. Um, And then, okay, so the last friend that I wanted to talk about was Seth Borden. Crazy. I haven't met Seth. Actually. You haven't met Seth, so yeah. he's uh, related, related to, to serial yeah. killer Lizzie Borden and the Lizzie Borden murders. Alleged serial killer. Alleged. Alleged. That's a good point. Alleged. That's Alleged. a good point. Wait, but isn't Lizzie Borden all the way back from like yeah, eighteen, eighteen, eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds? Last name like that. Same last bloodline. Name. Yeah. That's kind of fucked. And he has a, a a a little bit of a weird thing. Um, he has a tattoo of the number seventeen. Mm-hmm. On his uh, on his arm, and then just randomly throughout all the vis- their investigations when they're doing briefings and stuff like that and tours, that the number seventeen will continue to appear when he is there. I remember in the Lizzie Borden episode, they were saying how like everyone in the Borden family, there's been like murder throughout mm-hmm. like their family history. Yeah, so I remember in their house when they're doing the investigation, they were talking about how. Everyone in the family, like, that bloodline, there's been some sort of, like, murder in the bloodline, like, throughout their history of that family. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking during the episode, like, damn, like, if there was, like, any of their family, like, to this day, like, I would not want to be friends with them because I think, like, they might murder me. Like, you know, like, I don't know, you have a history of fucking murder. Like, I don't trust you. So the fact that they're (laughs) friends with... Seth, Seth? Yeah, I'd Seth. be I would not trust this guy I'd be like I don't know about you like I don't know if you're low-key one day gonna go fucking crazy and be like I want the YouTube channel for myself and then just oh my like God. <laughs> do you do you know about the rest of the the Borden murders at all or what do you mean because the other families yeah the other family not, don't really. know, not too familiar I don't know anything all I know is kids are involved at some point damn because in that episode um if you recall the Lucy Borden episode Amanda is playing with one of the kids. And mm-hmm. one of the, oh, the yes. Kids yes. And they're yes, rolling yes. a ball. I remember that. Right? And then later she in the episode. Them. Yeah, later in the episode, she's speaking to one of the entities that's there, and she says, they're scared of the kids. <laughs> what yeah. the hell does that even mean? Scared yeah. of the kids? Wait, I thought she was saying that the rest of the entities in the house were scared of, like, whatever it was that was with them in the dining room or when they did the seance. They, they could be scared of multiple things. That's true. I, from my understanding, they didn't interact with the kids upstairs for whatever reason. So maybe it's a demon presenting kid. That That's could... what they were talking to and playing with upstairs, and they were none the wiser. Damn! Wow, they're idiots. <laughs> well, you would you would think that Amanda knows, right? Honestly, she... who knows? Who knows? Because what if what if the demon is presenting child, and what she see is what they're presenting, and then during the seance because they're opening themselves up. 
they're interested because whatever reason they can reanimate into the bodies of Stas or Cat or Sam or whatever. They yeah. can create an attachment. Now I'm going to show my true self because it's like maybe there's something here that I'm actually interested in. Okay, speaking of Amanda now, I want to kind of talk about the conjuring where it's the second time they go and you know how they, I think it's the conjuring, where they go into the attic and they see on the, the sand Amanda's name being drawn or something mm-hmm. like that. And they're like, no, no one, no one drew that. Did you watch that? Did you see no, that? No, I didn't see the second oh, Conjuring episode. Oh my god, that one was creepy. Where they, so it's up in the attic, and there's like kind of like a sand play box thing. Oh, I know what you're talking and about. And then now. they put Amanda's name, and then they're like, "What the fuck?" And there was something else that they also wrote that also was uh, correlated, but I don't remember. Um, and then they Facetime Amanda, and they they said, and then. Even the spirits were saying, like, we need a medium because it was one of the soldiers that was asking to kind of be freed. And Sam and Kobe were having a conversation with the soldier with um, one of, I think it was a spirit, not the spirit box, the music box. And it was responding to them saying that we need a medium. Like, and there's nothing that Sam and Kobe could do. And that's how they kind of did their seance and why they were doing the prayers and stuff like that in hopes that they can kind of release the soldiers. But the soldiers are pretty adamant, or I don't even know how to say this word. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're pretty like concentrated on the fact that they needed a medium and that's how the whole seance thing began because they facetime amanda and they're and amanda's like the only thing you can do right now is do a prayer you can try doing a prayer that's crazy that they would go back to the conjuring house because of um how bad it was for them the first time they were talking to the demon um i, I don't even want to say oh, the name can i say Diesel it oh uh, <laughs> yes okay we can only say it once Diesel pub. <laughs> you can only say it once, but I'd be saying it all the time when I'm like stimming and singing the song. I'm like, yes, I'm up. Oh yeah. my god, that is so funny. So, to, to, to talk about that. that <laughs> Wait, I scenes. just want to come by. That's your stim. <laughs> just saying demons' names. <laughs> it's whatever TikTok sound is like in my like a little earworm that is so fucking funny that would be so scary oh my god it's gone to the point where he knows when i'm gonna start and he'll sing it with me yeah that is hilarious that That is hilarious it's it's pretty funny (laughs) oh my god Um, that seance at the end of the conjuring house was probably the most scared i think i've ever been watching one of their videos Mm. the second one the first first one one. Mm. oh the first one yeah yeah because it got to the point where during their their uh, spirit box session, when they were saying that name over and over again, I'm like, dude, they they don't know what the symbolism of that what word is. They, they don't, don't know it yet. They didn't know it at that time. They had the, yes. they, they did do the research. <laughs> we did our research. The first time I heard that name in that thing, I was like, no way. It made I was almost like it made an appearance. Like you know what I mean? Like kind of like a movie star. Yeah. But just because like I researched so much and I was like, shut the fuck up. They're talking to this entity that i've been seeing and like so many stories and listen to so many podcasts about and then at one point like in the spirit box session they say hitler hitler <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> that kind of reminds me that i find that like even in um related but not unrelated and do you remember the exorcism of emily bros when i first brought to you guys and then yeah. i shared the clip of um Emily Rose saying like a bunch of entities and she said that Hitler was inside of them. Why do they always mention Hitler? Have you noticed that? They always like demons yeah. love to bring up Hitler. 
That's how you know this man. probably love him. This man was evil. That's how they, you know this man was evil. Uh, when they bring up Hitler. When a demon is bringing up Hitler. Yeah, that's <laughs> what made me want to talk about. <laughs> Holy. Um, and then one of, uh, one of those final things that I would like to talk about is the attachment. Yes, let's talk about that. So season one um, started off with some stuff that was going on here. I think it was like um, one of the castles here in Canada followed up by um, Castle Oma. And during all of those first three episodes of season one, they were talking about a recurring theme mm-hmm. being an attachment. Um, a small girl who was um, following around Sam specifically and had some sort of attachment to Sam. And um, it is speculated um, that during the Sally House investigation, uh, Sam sat down on a pentagram. What an idiot. A burnt pentagram in the basement of one of the most haunted houses in all of America. And he challenged the spirit. Oh my god. Um, and from that point on, all of their investigations were constantly pointing back to Sally, Sally House, Sam, and the, the yellow sweater or jacket that Mm -hmm. Sam was typically usually wearing. And at one point they described him, um, blonde hair, blue eyes, and it was just getting really, really, really bad. So, um, during some of their other visits to hot locations, um, they were able to get an appearance or a description of what the, the girl looked like. And it was a little girl who was dressed up in a dress with, I think it was braids in the hair or pink braids. <gasps> yes. Yeah. Which is the same description of the Sally House girl. If you remember from our, when my episode, yeah. yeah. Um, and she was described as wanting to be a friend who wanted power and energy and wanted to be friends with Sam. Fuck no. And isn't it also... Yeah, hell no. When uh, one of their I. trips with Amanda, Amanda had known that Sam had an attachment, but she didn't bring it up until afterwards. Yes. And she said from the first time that she met Sam, they're like, she's like, oh, I, I know you have an attachment, but she didn't say anything. And it was... I forgot. I was like, I think it was a boat one they went on again or a hotel. And she finally confesses and was like, Sam, you have an attachment. But she's like, oh, it's something evil. It's like a jokester. But... Who knows? It could be just that's what's presenting. You know what I mean? Or it could be he could have multiple attachments, and that's mm-hmm. the only thing that was presenting to her at the time. So, so that that comment is what has fans speculating that that's something specific. That if I think their timelines, the way they organized it, is that it would have happened before Sally House. So some people are tracing this attachment all the way back to the Conjuring House. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I believe How, that. When was The Conjuring House again? The first time? What year was that? Do we know? Was it 2020? I think so. That's when they started, like, all their haunted stuff was in 2020. So, maybe? I can look it up. During the pandemic? Yeah, they're pretty wantless. Yeah, they but they were wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. They the were, pandemic? They were As just... if there's not already, like, a lot of stresses in your life, you're going pandemic. to haunted houses? I, I remember seeing a lot of comments. During the pandemic? During the pandemic, people are like... <laughs> Oh man, this is a this is the perfect this is the perfect place. Like I got nothing better to do. It was twenty twenty one. Oh, okay, that makes so sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Still during the pandemic, but still. Um, so then at the end of season one, at the Stanley Hotel, they, along with the help of Amanda, were able to channel a vortex and portal, um, 
created by mirrors reflecting on each other to help rid Sam of the attachment and send it away. Oh, I remember you watching know, yeah. this, yes. Very, very interesting. And then they had like a little moment in the episode where he was like, you're not allowed to be near me or follow me or like any of that. He was like saying a bunch of stuff. I find those things so funny because that's not going to stop anything I know, from it's doing so anything. fucking funny. I, I always think it's so funny when they do that. But you I feel can't like follow us. Yeah, Amanda, you're not allowed out. Literally, Amanda <laughs> kills me, dude. Like I, I believe when she is saying things, but at the same time, I feel like she kind of like, I don't know. There's something about her that is a little bit off to me. At the same time, like I feel like she'll say things. And I'm like, did that? Act, were you actually thinking that? Or are you just saying it now that like this happened? And I don't know. Sometimes weird, but I do believe that she can see things. And like, I do trust her. It's just like a little bit off sometimes. And I saw someone comment about the conjuring and that she described like what she saw exactly how they described it in the conjuring movie. And they're like, that's a little bit fucking sus. <laughs> like Amanda, <laughs> to, what to the be, fuck? To be a little critical of her uh, during the, cause it's, it's the most recent one I watched during the Lizzie Borden house during the seance the emf wasn't going off at all and she kind of justifies it by saying oh they don't want to talk to us something here isn't right something and then that's where the the conversation about a demon being in there started and i was like a little convenient yeah my taste a little convenient but at the same breath like she did show like oh my heart rate went up from like regular resting 60 beats per minute mm. to like one it was one like 150 something well maybe which is really high that's what i was thinking too. that's like, like that's like you're running <laughs> that's yeah i'm like that's when you're running but i'm like if you did have anxiety in your heartbeat like say you're nervous like what actually would your heartbeat go up to would it be able to go that high because and then i'm like that's I'm like sure. You know, then that because people will debunk it by saying, "Okay, yeah," because you're in a scary situation, and you say you just, you know, you're probably yeah, just really, nervous. That's why your heartbeat is up. I didn't really like when she said that. That that didn't really convince me. And I'm like, well, I mean, like if I had, if I was wearing my Apple Watch all the time, and I was in that situation, mm-hmm. yeah, my anxiety would no, definitely but that, spike. Your heartbeat goes up that high though when you are legit running. That's why I'm like, hey, that's really that's that is pretty like intense. For someone who's just walking around a house, like how anxious could you be? You know what I mean? Oh, bitches be anxious. <laughs> <laughs> bitches be scared of a demon. Yeah. Bro. All I see here is that it says a panic attack can trigger it to 200 beats per minute or even faster. But that's like a panic that's attack. That's a panic attack. Mm, interesting. A little sus. <laughs> this is what I'm saying about like people can easily debunk things, mm-hmm. but then. I think you have to watch enough footage to really get a full picture of, like, what they're doing. I still believe them, though, regardless. Yeah. I think I think a lot of the um, the flashlight stuff has been convincing for me. Oh, yeah. The like, flashlight, the flashlight conversations yeah. they'll have, where it's, like, very clearly intelligent responses. So simple, yet so effective. Ooh, the one in the basement of the um, haunted mansion, I think, where there was the Pentagon, or, like, the... Yeah, the pentagram. The yeah. pentagram. That's yeah. what I meant to say. The, pen- the, the pentagon. The pentagon. <laughs> the pen. Edit that out, Tyler. Don't, don't edit it out. Um, but yeah, they go into the basement. It was the haunted mansion or haunted museum? Sorry. And the two flashlights. This is when uh, what's her name? Stas had the reaction of like something pulling her hair. Yeah. But oh. that's that's when the two flashlights went off at the same time, which was like for me. Okay, I was like, that's kind of. I don't know, like, you can, like, just say, oh, that's kind of weird that that happened. Like, a lot mm-hmm. of things are just, like, we like, coinc- is it a coincidence? Like, it's kind of weird that that happened, but it's, like, I feel like you can also ex- 
explain mm. things. So I don't know. I have a question for everyone. If Sam and Kobe invited you I to go on, ask this. <laughs> to go on an investigation, would you go? Yes. You would go? I'd love that clout. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That'd be so much fun. I'd love to. Also, you, just Jess? meeting them would be like an experience in itself. So I would easily be like, yeah. Absolutely. Even if it was like, oh, we're going to search a demonic like house. Sign me up. <laughs> I think I would go too. I would, I would, I would want to go just because. Also, even if I'm a little crush, I'm a little crush on Colby. I'm like, so do I. Oh yeah, okay, he's cute. I want to, I'd want to meet them, and I'd honestly want to do an investigation with them just to be like, I want to see because when you're in, watching a video, it's different from actually mm-hmm. being there and experiencing things. That's why a lot of people don't believe something until they have an experience where it makes them believe it. Which I also believe them a lot more because they do bring people on that are not believers, or so they're like, oh, what the fuck, and then they go in and they're like that's the first time i've ever seen anything paranormal in my life or now i believe or whatever like which youtuber or tiktok star did they just pull up for some of the selena boo episodes i forget what her name is oh my god is it the girl that girl the blonde girl the blonde blonde one yeah is she tara i don't wait who did they bring that was a skeptic well the to, to name drop one of their worst episodes, in my opinion, the Phase Rugs episode. <laughs> I hate oh, I couldn't stand I that. Episode. that episode. I, yeah, really. that episode wasn't great. And the guy was a skeptic, and That's he just got yeah, was a, and he just got really scared about everything that was happening. Okay. And so at first he's like, yeah, I don't really believe in anything, and then he's like, oh, what was that? And then they try to do an Estes method with him, and it goes like for two minutes, and then pretty much, long story short, he taps out early. So, I don't know if that's indicative of him, like, being a pussy-ass bitch, or if he's, like, been Stop. convinced. It's Chris. Call Sorry. me, call me yeah, Chris? Yeah, call me Chris. Yes. Also, when I opened it up, it gave me a, a warning to um, click confirm if I wanted to watch it. I'm like, ooh, okay. That's scary. <laughs> that's scary. I think for myself that they asked me, I want to say yes, but at the same time, I'd be so hesitant. I'm bringing holy water. I'm bringing the cross with me. I am, like, even though I'm not even a practicing Catholic, like I am. I'm suddenly coming, you are that day. Suddenly I am that day. Suddenly, <laughs> suddenly I'm practicing. Born Sudden, again. Born again. I. She's getting rebaptized the day before. Yeah. I'm literally bringing like a little bottle of holy water, and I'm gonna keep that in my little tote bag on the side. Like that TikTok where it's like when you're in a dangerous situation or something, and all of a sudden it's like Jesus. <laughs> yes, literally. Suddenly I'm praying again. It's like God. And you there. I still would want to be there. Yeah, I think what Gabby said for the clout. Not even for the clout. I mean, yes, for the clout. For the clout, so I can repost it in my story. I just, (laughs) yeah, I feel like it would be cool. They go to a lot of cool places, and I'd want to go. And I'd want to be a part of, like, seeing them do the investigation. Yeah, but I'm not going to be put under SS method, though. Mm -hmm. I'll watch it. They'll ask you, too. They'll be like... They'll try and make you do do it. it. Like, that one time they did the seven minutes in hell with um, Stas and Amanda. Yeah. Seven minutes in hell. That's what they called it. Seven minutes in hell. Anyone that tells me to do seven minutes in hell, I'm gonna be like, no, I'll watch them. They made them go (laughs) into the attic for seven minutes, and then like I think they gave them a flashlight and the camera. That's it. Mm -hmm. Jesus. And then they made them stay there, and this was like the most haunted place of I don't know. I remember where it was, but anyways, yeah, they'll try to make you do shit. But if you say no, obviously, like. They're, you say no. Yeah, They'll, they're respectful. You can tell they're respectful. There was one SS method that was like, that's creepy. 
um, when they were the one in Ireland with the boats and <laughs> with the bats. I meant with the bats, and then um, Kobe's under it and he smiles. Like there's a part when he says "You got it," and he he smiles. And then people in the comments were like, he was so deep in the trance, I don't think he realized that his answers and his body language and his tone of voice even reflected the fact what he said. Mm-hmm. And people were like, he, and a lot of people in the comments are also saying like, that's a moment that he had a dark cloud around him. Because imagine you're just talking to someone and like the way they say, you got it, like as if you're right. But how would you know I'm reacting that way to your question? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's when I was, like, I kept replaying it because he was smiling in a weird way. Mm-hmm. And I kept replaying it, and I was like, what the fuck? Wait, you have to send me that video link. Uh, yeah. That. And, that, and that one was weird. A lot of people were like, you guys can should kind of chill on the SS method a little bit. But I kind of like that, though, because not a lot of YouTubers were doing it. And recently, like, um, the Unsolved... Ghost Files. Ghost Riot Files. Now they, saying, yeah. now they change it to... Or now they're new in the company. Yeah, they, they left let BuzzFeed to do Watcher. Yeah. Now, they introduced a lot of new technology, which is, I think, Sam and Kobe, I think that's honestly them leading the pathway for a lot of ghost investigators now for them to pick up their content with the Estes method and all other um, tools or toys or whatever, I guess you could call them. Yeah. Have you have you seen all uh, the, the two or three episodes that they have in Ghost Files so far? Yes. They had recently Garrett Watts. Yes, they had King. Garrett Watts. I lo- I'm so happy he moved away from Shane Dawson. Yeah. I wonder what happened between them two. I wish there was like a expose video. <laughs> expose. <laughs> he would know so much, too. I just I want know. Him to like... I know he knows so much, but because he's unproblematic, he won't say. Yeah. I hate that. <laughs> uh, to talk about Ghost Files for a second... The amount of evidence that you get compared to Sam and Colby, not even you don't comparable. get like anything out of Shane and Ryan. Like, like our the first episode, like they got like a whisper and a little bit of an Estes method reaction, and then just creaks and cracks. It's probably because they don't push like hard enough. A and B. At this point, the spirits know Sam and Colby, and they know that they're shit disturbers, so they just want to like so. There's also another thing that um, I know in their videos, they also said not only they want to do a ghost investigating, but they open themselves up to as well. Because yeah. they talk about, they're like, this is about ourselves and being open and being um, having more empathy. And they talk about that. While Shane and Ryan, I think they still have yet to go under that and realizing that also affects them and their spiritual abilities because Sam and Kobe has had so many different conversations with people where they're like, anyone can tap into this. Mm-hmm. You need to be open about it. Mm-hmm. And I think they've learned that and that they're like, oh, when we've, then when they start doing it, that's, I think that's when they did, realized, shit, this is when we're going to get the best content when we have to do some like self work mm-hmm. on ourselves to be able to even communicate with them. Which, to me, that's on a whole other level. Like, this is so creepy. Because Ryan and Shane, they go into it with their kind of, like, approach being... Very producer, you yeah, know, director. Yeah, like, it's, like, like high-quality content, blah, blah, blah. And then it's... The, their approach is half believer, half skeptic. And by having that half skeptic in there, when something doesn't happen... Ryan ends up going more into the skeptic and being a little too fun and playful and like not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. When I think they address that now, though. They did. I think they did address yeah. it in the in the the BuzzFeed Unsolved stuff. It was like a joke. 
It was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even. It, it was like I. I think there was maybe one or two episodes where something responded to them, and that was only at Sally House. Yeah, and so in the know. ghost Ooh, files, yeah, they also went. And in the ghost files, they have addressed to like you know what Shane, because Shane's like okay, you know what, I'll actually be a little bit more open minded because a lot of I guess feedback from their viewers. We're like, oh, you guys, you know, take it too much as a joke, and that's why nothing happens. And they're like, you know what, we'll take back the critical feedback, and we'll be a little bit more... Um, and you can see that in Shane's, I guess, development throughout the series, where he has that, oh, what was that? And he actually does, like, you know, try to, but he obviously still holds a lot of his feelings. But with Sam and Chloe, they're both 100% believers. So they're going to go into it, like, like 110% of, like, we're here to investigate some ghosts like there's there's we're fighting we're fighting we're gonna see and um yeah that to me i like about sam and kobe which for the first time i've seen like actual um people going in being really what do you call that authentic authentic let's bring it back to the beginning yeah it's it's so authentic and i feel like you can see that because i you know they even try to debrief it and the reacts and stuff like that so it does feel like that type of vibe yeah. from them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to shit on Ghost Files too much because their production value. Yeah, no, they're still good through though. The fucking roof. They're still good. Yeah. I liked watching Buzzfeed Unsolved just because it was good on the educational side of it. Mm-hmm. Like I actually oh, learned yes. a lot Buzzfeed about Buzzfeed Unsolved. Wasn't bad. Yeah, I loved Buzzfeed Buzzfeed Unsolved. They were like my favorite. Absolutely. They still are, honestly. They yeah, still are. they still hold up. I love. I will follow Shane and Ryan like as far as it goes. <laughs> I love just their uh, their content, the way they speak, the way that it's playful. In terms of their investigations, I'll take Sam and Colby every day. Oh, yeah. yeah I agree with that. In terms of production qu- quality, in terms of, like... There's a whole team. There's a whole team. They have, like, four or five people. They have editors. They have scouts. They have producers, so on and so forth. So it's more of a production than it is... Um, like, uh, going in there to get, like, evidence. Yeah. But you know what? I still prefer the way Sam and Colby does it, because I like that vlog type of... Like, even horror movies, I like when they're filmed mm, in that type of way, because it same. makes it feel, like, scarier. Found footage. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I actually like that, too. I agree, too. Found footage is scary as fuck. It is scary as uh, fuck. I don't... I don't, I don't Isn't like... that, like, the Poughkeepsie tapes? Yeah. No. Yeah, it is. It is. Found footage. They did Blair Witch, Witch yeah. And all the VHSs. Oh, VHS. Oh, scared the fucking the one shit. That, I couldn't the finish one that movie. Shutter is so funny. <laughs> that was the Rat Man. I couldn't finish that. Um, Have you guys watched VHS? I watched the one that's on Shutter. I think it's like the 80, 84. I don't, I don't, it's is like it the, the one with the demon girl in it? Uh, <laughs> it's one with like the robot creature. Like, the thing that they um, made out of, like, the head. The head was, like, no, I don't a think TV I've... screen, and there was, like, Ratman. It was fucking weird. I don't think I watched that one. I've watched the other, some, a few other ones. I don't remember which one I watched. I, I just <laughs> know, I, did, I, know I didn't finish one. it, and it was fucked. And I was like, I gotta go. Like, I actually was having, like, my heart rate was going up to 150, bitch. Like... <laughs> oh, my God. But I guess some final thoughts about Sam and Kobe. Um, like, are we all, like, we believe in it or no? Yeah. Where are we at on that spectrum? I think I think I believe 98% of the shit that goes on. I, think, I believe it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll always watch it, like, with, like, skepticism. I'm excited for Hell Week. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Hell Week last yes. year was so good. Do we know when it starts? October like, first episode? 16th or 17th? It was something, it's like, in up. the teens. Yeah, I think it's, I think it might be starting, like, literally, like, the Monday coming. Okay. I think so too, because I remember I was like, "Oh, it would have been nice if they released it during this time of 
um, podcast or whatever. So then you guys have content. Yeah, well, by the time this comes October out... October 16th. October 16th. So this comes oh, okay. out first week November, probably. Yeah. This Hell Week will already be out. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. I, I can't the, wait. That, the, the socials, the stuff that they put out for it looks so fun. <laughs> and they have so um, Jeff Wittick, which is interesting, too. Cause mm. Who's that? Who's that? He's from David's Vlogs. David Jeff Dobrik and oh, uh, his friend, his other Todd. friend. I'm looking at the thing right now. Yeah, they have Todd. Yeah. That's so random. I, right? Do they just bring whoever? They bring, like, YouTubers. Bro, Sam and Colby. Well, we should be posting our shit on YouTube. <laughs> then they'll bring, like, bring us with you. I know, right? So they're doing, I have, like, the list. They're doing Hospital of Nuns, Mississippi's Most Haunted Mansion, Myrtle's um, Plantation, Trans Allegheny? A lunatic mm-hmm. Asylum, Old Washoe Club, Bell Witch Cave, and Winchester Mystery House. I'm excited for the Winchester Mystery House. Wow, Bell Witch Cave. Yeah, the Witch Cave one, that has me. Because <laughs> I one time, I have this reoccurring dream of a cave and a witch. That's creepy. Whatever, and she's like a cannibal witch. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> fucked, and it was like reoccurring for a while, but now... <laughs> Anyways. Oh my god. <laughs> terrifying that is well, terrifying <laughs> anyways um thank you guys for listening to the scare tops podcast mm-hmm. uh be sure to follow us on our instagram and tiktok at scare topless for updates on our episodes and let us know what you thought of this week's episode you can also send us an email or dm us if you have any future cases you want us to cover or what you want to hear from us next until then we, we are, are your hosts, hosts and we'll see you next time, time.